0: Hello! Hello!
1: Hello. Welcome Welcome to the recording in progress. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. I love that lady. She's always so, she's, she's always right on, like, right on it. She's like, recording in progress, right now! Get on this! Uh, What are you
2: guys doing? For those of you who don't know, that's the uh, Zoom lady. We are still on Zoom, uh, so (laughs) we did start in the pandemic. We figured we'd keep that theme rolling, you know. It's nice. Uh, At this point, now it's old school. Oh, no. It's
1: a little bit of the familiar
0: in, in this uncharted territory we find ourselves in. Yeah, yeah, something from a time not so long past we can cleave to as we're in this new world of less disease. Less
3: disease less <laughs> Less, some, some. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> um, but welcome, everyone, to Always Strikes Last. I'm Miles, I'm joined by Matt and Jack, as uh, usual. This is an Age of Sigmar podcast. We talk about Warhammer Age of Sigmar. And uh we're joined today by uh Andy of Mediocre Hobbies. Uh welcome Andy. Thank you very much. Uh and we're also joined by uh Ken, who is captain of uh Team
4: Ireland. Evening, afternoon, wherever you're at. Welcome,
0: guys, welcome. Yeah, we yeah, are a pan-time zone podcast here, so many places, many
3: times. <laughs> I feel like at this at this point with that intro, they're wondering what he's the captain of in Ireland. He's like, yeah, is exactly. It like the rugby he's the captain of, of he's captain, captain of Ireland. Of Ireland. Yep. He's captain, captain of Ireland. Yeah, just the captain of Ireland. <laughs> coast to coast.
1: Walk, walking down the street, captain, 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 captain.
0: <laughs> he will sail the island wherever it wishes to go.
1: <laughs> yeah. Somewhere uh, warmer. <laughs> So uh, for today, we were going to talk about uh, an upcoming event that's happening. It uh, will be uh, real close to when we release this, but uh, coming up in the next few weeks of, as of recording, uh, which is uh, Age of Sigmar Six Nations. Yes, indeed. Um, so uh, pretty exciting uh, team format event for the, um, what was it, the four British uh, countries and Ireland and Sweden, right? That's right. Yeah,
4: it used so, to be France you know? a long time ago, but that was a different game and a different yeah. different. It's a long. It's a different time. It was so, a different yeah. time. Different so, so age. In a world. A world before, or whatever it's called, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. What What are the official six nations? Let's just list them out so they you know the different contingents out there and get a really good mental census. Of course, there's Ireland,
3: mm-hmm. right?
0: Right. There's so Ireland.
4: There's Northern Ireland, so it keeps everyone mm-hmm. happy. Uh, there's Wales, Scotland. Sweden. Have I forgotten one? England? England. There <laughs> yeah, I <go>. forgot England. <laughs> oh yeah. Or, they're the underdogs
2: in <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So, so I, I gotta ask, how'd you rope Sweden into it? it? Seems like everything else is in this nice concentric islandish area, and then you
4: got Sweden. Yeah. So I guess. Uh, to, to inform the listeners in America, the Six Nations, it, it kind of comes from uh, the rugby. It's a it's like the American football blood without the helmets. So mm-hmm. since, since the dawn of time, that used to be the Five Nations. So it used to be England, Ireland, Scotland, and Wales. So it used to just be four, and then they had France to make it five, and then they added Italy to make it six. Okay. So because we have the Northern Ireland Southern Ireland thing, we, we want to keep that the way it is. Okay, so we only needed to have one extra nation. So, in in the world that was, it was France that was involved because it matched with the rugby. And then Warhammer disappeared, and Age of Sigmar came about. Yeah, and I, I think so. Uh, change that. I yeah. think it was to do with in France, Age of Sigmar wasn't very big, and ironically now they're probably like the second best nation. So, oh wow! Yeah, I'm on Twitch
3: fans. and France is streaming their games, there's like a thousand people watching them every time. It's insane they're definitely okay. like the biggest warhammer twitch people that exist it's so insane and another to come back to the question about why sweden the swedes have always had a really really big warhammer following like like bigger than all the other kind of like random european countries bigger than germany and bigger than italy and bigger they're huge they everybody plays it so um i guess they would jump on the opportunity with the amount of players that they have to get involved that makes sense
0: uh, that's that makes a lot of sense too i, I was thinking without that context, it was based upon the historical Viking fascination with Ireland and England, but that would be <laughs> a yeah, different he, way to go about it.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how we could rope them in with just that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's excellent That's, though. Is there ever going to be a seven nation invite extend back to France, you guys think? Or just break the break thing? Oh my goodness. Uh,
4: we thought about it this year actually, and the, the one thing that we came up with as a problem is if you have an odd number, somebody doesn't play in that round. Oh, so you yeah, have to go yeah. from six to eight, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. if you go to eight, the way it currently works is there's five rounds and everyone plays everybody once, so you don't miss out on playing any other team, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So if you mm-hmm. go to eight nations, you either play seven games, or there's one or two nations that you won't play based on your rankings in Swiss instead. Oh,
0: yeah, that's right.
4: Just break some it just makes it more complicated, and it means you need a bigger venue, and you need more scenery, and... Mm-hmm. As you get have,
1: uh, I've been uh, poorly running the Six Nations uh, Twitter account or X account for a little while now. And the number of people asking for Seven Nations was uh, astonishing. But the the of. Like
4: I think if we said we go to eight, I think we'd get it quite yeah. quickly. We'd get Denmark and France like that. So, but yeah. it's, a, it's a big uptake in extra resources to actually host mm. it. Yeah.
2: So but, but as each
4: bigger and worlds gets bigger then hopefully six nations gets bigger on yeah.
1: well also you know bigger. i i encourage everyone to go uh look at the countries immediately surrounding them and make a make their own six nations with blackjack and hookers and uh you know like of like course. please more more team events just do it go host one
4: <laughs> i th- i think i've seen on the discord there's there's certain or on the twitter there, x uh, like North America could easily have one. You could have America, Canada, maybe. I don't know. Do the sure. I like, mean, you could subdivide
1: both of those countries and have regional. Yeah, yeah. We, we,
0: we could just do U.S. regional blocks, the nations, being like the Northeast or the South or the West Coast. it be kind of fun. Hey, <laughs> <Yeah>, good way <laughs> to Texas pick your team You took then two hmm.
4: players from each conference. Yeah. Ooh, AFC, That'd
0: NFC. And oh, that's getting some good ideas here. See, this well, is where he's
4: the
2: captain.
0: <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. Well, I I do hope that all of it, like the like <laughs> the popularity of this has got to spawn and uh, the other six nations rival European <laughs> tournament. But this is going to be really interesting to hear you guys are going about this one because obviously everyone has sort of an awareness of it as a huge teams event with some historical kind of precedents. And you know, I think a lot of people out in our listener base will get to hear a bit more about it, you know, because they've heard tons about Worlds, but this is kind of like the other one that pops up on people's radar, I think. It is, definitely.
1: Go for it, Andy. Yeah, I was (laughs) going to say that uh,
4: that, that's one of the reasons why we want to get Andy on board and and to stream the event, because we want to to build up Six Nations to be not maybe the same level as Worlds, but definitely to raise the profile, get people more interested, get them behind their nations. Again, it may then encourage other nations to want to join or set up their own, their own league or whatever so. We
3: yeah, just I mean, want to make the, it bigger each year. Yeah. And That is the thing is that the idea of the eyes on, the idea of people might never have experienced an event like this before. So being able to engage with it easily enough with a, a streaming service and stuff, maybe because they, they won't realize that this thing will be on for two full days, like they'll, They'll be able to just literally log on, then they can go out with their dinner, come back, and they're like, This event is still going on, so they're gonna keep oh, yeah. kind of bobbing in and out of it. And so they get more engaged and more excited. And then if they look up how to take take part or get involved, then that might lead to them maybe setting up themselves or so it's exciting. A lot of people find it hard to find games and places. So setting up stuff like this is gonna be a huge help for them.
2: Yeah. Very good community building opportunities yeah, there. For
4: sure. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we're uh, really I really tried to make the this Six Nations, uh, it's a full team effort. Like It's not just a TO running or the captain running. It's everybody who's involved in the team and everybody in Ireland who's even not on the team that just likes Warhammer. We're trying to get everyone involved. There's people 3D printing to rainforest that are on the team, but are still helping out. There's people refereeing. There's going to be people streaming. There's people commenting. Just on that, uh, I don't know. Has, have you announced it yet, Andy, your, your co-commentator for the event? no i
3: haven't
4: i haven't so uh, fingers crossed and i think it's already ready been started by mick uh we're going to be having uh mark wildman as a, our co commentator with exciting. Andy. so uh, i don't know if you guys are aware but uh the original warhammer podcast was the bad dice podcast back in the mm-hmm. uh, was so it used to be himself and ben curry and ben johnson they used to run the biggest warhammer podcasts then they just Sigmar came like along. They they, they mm-hmm. kept it up for a while. Then Ben Johnson obviously started working for Games Workshop. Wasn't able to continue doing the podcast. So the two lads and Mark's husband, they they kept it going on for a bit longer. But uh I guess as Ben Curry I think it'd life, to his job, his business got bigger and bigger, and he's kind of dropped off the AOC a bit he's still they still run the blood and glory tournaments over there mark's still involved in the competitive scene he still knows lots about aos he's good fun he'd be a great addition to the team
3: yeah i did have my first call with him there two, two or three days ago so we've had the initial kind of call about what we want to do and how we want to move forward with the streaming and stuff like that and Commentation side of things. So, uh, seems to know what he's talking about, and he, uh, yeah, he's definitely gonna be awesome for the event. So, very excited to have someone there as kind of competent and, uh, kind of up to date with Age of Sigmar as him to help me navigate the minefield that is competitive Age of Sigmar. <laughs> That's
1: awesome. Well, we, I can, we can probably reveal now, but, uh, there was a, a hot minute a couple weeks ago where it was looking like uh, we might actually swap a team member to have me help you out on the commentary so I'm glad we found someone really good because uh, uh, they were say the Ken was saying that you were you were still shopping around uh, yeah we tried a few
4: manager? people a few people couldn't make it at the last minute and mm. like even Noah Singh you were saying might have been popping in uh, in the area at the time oh no it would have been Singh. great yeah so, I mean, he may, maybe he'll still pop in. I don't know. I don't think he's, if he's in the area at the time or not. But everyone's, anyone who's in the area is more than welcome to pop in and have a look. So, just so people are aware that it's on in the, the Bracken Court Hotel in Bradbergen, which is uh, North County, Dublin. It's really so it's easy to get to time.
1: from the airport. Just like
4: Yeah, you can just jump on the, a taxi or you, from the city center, you can jump on the, the dart that takes you all the way out to Bradbergen. So, it's 20 minute dart journey from the city center. It's a nice little beachside town, but you're still in Dublin. So it's there, so that, it should be fun. I'll definitely try to delightful. swing by.
0: But uh <laughs> if anyone you know talks to my wife, there was a really long line getting milk at the store that day.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's just a, a short flight across the the big pond, right? The, just the, as long those.
2: as you come back, you know. Right.
0: Yeah, it
3: was, it's always that you know.
2: <laughs>
4: Sorry, I got turned
2: around. <laughs> this <laughs> checkout line's weird.
0: What's going on? Self
3: checkout. Oh, assistant <laughs> required. Oh, they didn't come for
0: ages. Yeah. The uh, venue does sound pretty cool, though. So it's pretty pretty easy to get to from Dublin Airport Northside, right? uh What's yeah. it? What's it kind of like? Any cool amenities or special features that people should be looking forward to, or or how would the minds In eye? again. About... Yeah, bump <laughs>
4: um there's a harbor there's a there's restaurants there's uh there's a walk along a, a cliff a beach area it's a it's a typical a seaside town that's outside dublin so it has a dublin feel but you're not in the big city you're in a community what I call them satellite little satellite towns yeah. the,
0: the bedroom communities Yeah. There that we go yeah for that, for that lovely
1: november uh you know beach walk along the irish sea that's
0: what i was saying i was like yeah, yeah, bring no, it. No,
3: don't oversell it okay. don't oversell <laughs> it's
0: not gonna be cold it's ireland it'll be fine <laughs> it'll be fine um
1: it just made the most the hardcore
3: <laughs> I was only the most
1: hardcore
4: bc swimming
3: people do man they go out there every day and get in that cold water i don't know what's wrong oh. with it.
4: Wild. I used to, when I was a teenager up north, I lived on the north coast in Portier, it's right at the very mm-hmm. top and we used to go on uh, the day after Christmas, we would always go in for a swim nice and the polar plunges,
0: did. nice yeah.
3: they do that here on Christmas morning in Dublin, they go Christmas morning out in for a sea swim, I'm like, much better things to do on Christmas morning than jumping in the freezing cold sea, what is wrong with you people? <laughs> like, I feel like <laughs> that, that would wake, like wake awesome you up day, for sorry. the
2: entire coming year yeah yeah <laughs> Coffee? No, no, no. Thanks.
1: I I went for a sea swim on Christmas. Yeah, I got my healthy
3: activity in. i sixty five. Yeah.
1: So, so Ken, uh, this is the first time Ireland's ever hosted um, Six Nations, and as the hosting captain, uh, what are your hopes for the event uh, and for the team?
4: Um. Well, my my hopes for the event, for I I, I really want the event to be successful. I want to. Showcase Ireland is a great place for Warhammer Age of Sigmar. Like, we want to run events in the future, maybe, to, to bring people in, not just the people of Ireland, but to bring people from abroad, because we want to travel to events in the UK and maybe Denmark and other places, but we also want people to come here, so mm-hmm. we want to be able to put on a good show. We want people to enjoy themselves, number one. We don't, we don't want to be super, super sticklers for the rules and uh, docking people points for painting scores or stuff like that we want to (laughs) be we want to be fair we want to play fair hard warmer in a really fun environment that's my number one goal nice the other goal is i want to have it on uh, i want us to play the game on tables that have functional scenery that actually interact with the game rather than just be that's our key and everything else doesn't matter and Mm -hmm. nothing does it so I'm trying my best to try and get as much scenery done as possible, and have it on basis so that it either blocks movement if it's impassable, or if you can get inside it, it counts as cover and grants all the different terrain types that you have: arcane, mystical, deadly, damned. Each that makes terrain. Well, we play the theme so that everyone knows straight away what's on their side of the table. And you've seen we've we've already done the map, so people have been playing the game, so they know the setups of the maps. They know that if our on, you've got the swamp on your side of the board. So there's a plus and a minus. That's why I set up every map. Every map is different for each scenario. It's all in the let, it's all in the rules. Uh,
0: let me ask a few questions, and that, can just because I think it's a pretty interesting thing. As you said, that the default of a piece of mystical floating around or otherwise non-engaging isn't the way to go. Are these terrain maps you guys are using like asymmetrical? Are they symmetrical? Is it you know is it basically two garrisons, two impassables, two Wildwoods, or how you guys kind of going about it? Yeah, this... the, that's
4: exactly what it is. There are two garrisons, and they'll usually be opposite ends. It, the map is like a mirror, but it's flipped 1E e as well, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yep, so, yep. bottom left, top right, most of the time. So, you'll have two garrisons, two impassables that'll be key. So, the two garrisons give you the plus one and minus one leadership if you're in those. The Arcane and it will be impossible Then, there's two forests that we're using the AOS worlds terrain rules that it blocks site like for one inch mm-hmm. rather than three inches and then yeah swamps will be deadly and a ruin will be damned so a ruin will be a wall and it'll have a footprint and you can get in and the swamp will just be this boggy area terrain, uh, nice. area terrain. so you know if you walk in the swamp it's deadly and you know you're going to have to take a difficult terrain test and you might take some more wounds you if know i like ruins, that
2: yeah i like the reliability of that like you don't yeah. have to roll dice, you don't have to check it, you don't have to be worried about looking at uh icons on dices and remembering what that exactly. icon that, means. That, that, if I'm... somebody bought that, that's great. Certain
4: a sensibility it is, to it. The other reason we did it was uh because we have three games on the Saturday and it's like starts at 9 a.m. and finishes at 8 p.m., it's a long day. We tried to keep the rounds as short as possible. So there's three hours game time and there's only 15 minutes for the pairings process, which we be maybe go into after. And uh, so we don't want people wasting 15 minutes of their 30 minutes or their three hours just setting up the three and rolling for dice, deciding blah, blah, blah. Everyone knows I'm playing scenario three on this. So this is uh, map three. They set the map up straight away they know what's what and they don't have to rule for anything and it saves it saves 20 minutes I think that's so a really good point functional I mean, it and it's actually useful yeah.
0: yeah
1: yeah Matt and I were just uh we were because Matt is setting up some uh YouTube timers to you know for so people to play in the back of their uh you know uh uh in the back of their tournament as the the round timer and stuff like that and having some helpful prompts about what you should be doing at this moment and he and I were hemming and exactly. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you should yeah. start yeah. round two. Think about that. <laughs> you know, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but he and I were hemming and hawing about well, do you really need, you know, eight minutes to set terrain up? Like, do you really need like and yes, you do? It takes a lot of time. <laughs> if you're gonna do those things, they take time, they take a lot of
0: time. It's it's funny with that though. I mean, getting that particular resource ready for people to kind of practice in the world of keeping themselves to a good clip. I mean that's a good chunk of time that something like what you guys are doing, you can totally avoid <laughs> you know, with a yeah. set map, you know, that that time is back for whatever else is needed. And a little more breathing room is welcome. I think in torn of environments.
4: I also another like... thing is that it, it hopefully makes the tree the and have an impact because a lot of times you'll take the twenty the, the eight minutes to set up this map, roll all these dice for the terrain effects and you go, okay, is there any arcade that one? Okay. That's all I'm going to care about for this game. So yeah. you spent eight minutes, but you could have just rolled one dice and said that one in <laughs> Yeah, okay. That's so true. I'm hoping people find it engaging. I've tried to keep the the line of the impossible pieces away from each other so, so people can't block off areas of the map as well. Because there's a lot of people who can be gaming with things like that. So I've tried to limit that as much as possible.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. You know, a little bit they... I
3: think about when it's a tournament, you know, they like had the idea about people being gamey is kind of the point of certain rounds of the tournament you know what i
4: mean yeah Yeah, but i'd rather it all be about the tactics rather than you couldn't physically play the game you know what i mean yeah like they
0: place their scenery terrain piece and make like a two inch quarter to reach them or whatever
4: yeah (laughs) i mean you can still do that up to a point but it could be worse if the maps were wrong so you have you do have to put a bit of effort into the maps 100%.
0: 100%. Here's looking at you, OCR Bone Reapers, with your giant oh, shrine. <laughs> <stupid thing.
3: laughs> well, uh, I, I find that it's a lot of players
4: actually, the OCR bone Reapers, they actually don't want to put their scenery piece on the thing because it gets in the no, that way. Something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah.
2: true for sure. Yeah. I, Especially I like with, the reduction of the, like, all the randomness too, because no matter where you go, you're still going to have the same terrain effects. You're not going to have to deal with, like, uh, all of a sudden, somebody rolled hot, there's four different arcanes down for that one Lumineth army that you're just like, oh, okay, well, halfway good game already, right? Um, it, mm-hmm. That feels like it encourages more, like you were just saying, competitive tactics than just being like, okay, what's the most advantageous thing I can do before I actually even set my models down? Yeah. Which I it's always it saw that much, yeah. back and forth. It's kind of like eh. yeah.
3: yeah, the reverse being true as well. The idea that like people can't complain about it afterwards, you know, oh that game didn't go well because the stupid scenery got this. I'm like, no, you we all have evil, even scenery. You know exactly what it is. It's up to you, buddy. Um, yeah,
1: you you got to practice with it. In fact, yeah,
0: yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Yeah,
1: that's well, like great. we got our own little StarCraft maps, right? And these are the these are the tournament map, like
0: tournament StarCraft maps. It's definitely a good good start to the whole thing. So I guess like into the event itself and the list and all that kind of stuff. How should we proceed here? I mean, how should we think about this?
4: Uh, well, I was I was saying earlier about the the pairing process. Are you guys familiar with? I know Miles is familiar because he was at work sure. with us this year. But the you guys know.
0: Familiar, but not as viscerally familiar as Miles is from his many runs with it. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I mean, I
4: don't want to bore your audience, but basically. Each round, so in six nations, because there's five different nations in five rounds, you're going to play each. You're going to play each nation once, and it doesn't really matter in what order you play them mm-hmm. because it's going to be your your total score at the end. So, like you'd like to hope that the two teams that are at the top play each other in the last round, that make it exciting. But there's a good chance they could be playing two different nations, and then it's about those other two nations can be the kingmaker. Then where they can say we're going to try oh, and take points you think oh that's
0: interesting so it's not like you know a parry to the top it's more like hey you play your, you play your rounds and then you might just be like kind of down it's to the a, wire with points trying to get them from the other the other sort of third or fourth place nation in the last uh <laughs> in the last bit it's, it's more
1: a round robin uh type situation where you're like yeah. okay i got my three points for this and though they need to beat them by this much in order to yeah
3: you know, remembering that everybody has to play everybody else so if you play the two top players ended up playing each other in the first round Then they can't possibly play each other in the last round even you know what i mean so yeah it's been, well quite random but i think it's a better way to do it the play playing everybody instead of oh well they're the two top teams we're gonna play each other again like oh same pairings like we hope same this same game same yeah. that. let's <laughs> mm-hmm. well,
0: uh it's it's kind of an interesting setup. So I guess with that in mind, you guys are going into the tournament n- knowing that none of the secrets that are revealed here will come up in time to change anything for list making. <laughs> you know, do you guys have a particular mentality or strategy going into this? You know, with how you think the other nations will be building their approaches to the event, or 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 places you think you might be able to pick up a lot of points to, you know, well take we've had this a, one for we
4: have a, we have our head coach John John who's uh, not playing this year. He's he's just had a kid so he's been a bit short in game time lately so he's our mm. he's our stats guy and he'll be he'll be helping he'll be doing the pairings and i'll be sitting there putting cards down uh looking he's been looking at the <laughs> other
0: probably fair so so tragic the way creating a miniature takes away from miniatures time
4: but
3: <laughs>
4: such as so, life uh, He's been he's been checking up on all of the other players that are on the other nations, seeing what they've been playing in tournaments lately. Yeah. So we, we kind of know from chatting and just working things out, we kind of know what Team Northern Ireland are probably going to be playing and who's on the team and what armies they're going to be on. Nice. Team Sweden were kind of really in the dark because we don't know most of their players and we don't see most of the results. If they're not on BCP, it's harder to find. So it depends how they run their events. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Scotland are, have gone very quiet. I think Scotland are mostly in it for the fun, so they're not taking it seriously. Obviously Team Wales are taking it as seriously as Team England. Then the other side of it is Team England's team is not the worst team. They send two separate teams. So, oh, that's
0: interesting. Is that like a so, self-imposed lack of overlap, or is it? Is there some overlap? Um, no,
4: I think in fairness, and it's a good if, if you have a bigger player pool, like I can understand what they're doing is that they're taking experienced players, but then they turn out they want to blood some new players, get them experience of Team Warhammer. And so they've, I mean, obviously they have more than 16 players that they could easily take, right? So they're not taking necessarily the senior eight. Now, if these guys do really well, some of these people might be on World's team, but some might not. So it's not like they're sending their B team, they're sending some other A team and some newer players to get experience because yeah, they've like a like, bigger player pool than the rest of us.
0: They've kind of a couple of A teams in the wings, so just pick like the the A minus or the alternative one. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay, so, so you got we, some intel then, guys.
4: So with some intel, we know, for example, like Freddie Leggett, who's who was on Team Northern Ireland for Wheels because they were a short player. He's not on Team England. He's been playing Blades of Corn, so we we, so we sort of know what list he's going to take. There's another player that we know is, uh, has been playing the shark list a lot at tournaments. Now we don't know if they'll actually take it or not, but that new shooting battalion that the, the sharks got with the two yeah, the, the, the
1: the six all six sharks. it's like 12 sharks,
4: is that right? Yeah, something like that. I think so, that's what it's called in the book. <laughs> Matt, it's it's a very Matt
1: Davison list. Let me just throw that I out really
2: there. <laughs> love this. Yeah, it must have come so players... under my radar. <laughs>
1: I'll send it to you after the show. Go to (laughs) it. Um, Yeah, I can reveal I'm playing Big Wah.
0: No. Really? (laughs) Yes.
4: Mine has been our most inconsistent uh, faction, I'd say, (sighs) so far. (laughs)
0: <laughs> do you want to go
4: through your uh, your faction history there, Miles?
1: Oh, my God. Well, so we played, I picked up Nurgle for Worlds. And then after Worlds, you were saying, hey, everybody, try something else. Try to get some coverage on other, team, on other armies so we have a sense of what they're doing. So I played Bone Reapers for a bit. Um, It looked like we had some other coverage because JT was playing that. And so wow. I jumped to KO um we liked ko but we didn't think that they were what we wanted on the team because they have the chance of being of catastrophically failing right they have a they have a significant they have a real strong catastrophic failure situation at in you know if a boat gets tagged in exactly the wrong way it's lights out and that's no good um and also their wins were not big
0: wins yep yeah, yep yeah. i it was yeah, personal think- witness to many of the struggles miles had with the ko yeah
2: uh, <laughs> I mean, that's my favorite move against miles is tagging that boat in that right Dude, way it ha- and everybody knows <laughs> that everybody knows
0: this
1: trick it's like it's uh it's that one weird trick that all doctors hate or whatever um it's uh on the buzzfeed that's how they know about it <laughs> uh but uh and then and then we were thinking maybe obr again i wasn't vibing with it and so we were looking at um what else was around and uh big Wa has been getting some good uh, good traction in the stats recently, and there's a nice build that's got strong anti magic, and uh, it's a re- it's a nice meat and potatoes um type of army where you've got infantry. You're fighting a you're fighting a tactical fight with screens and punchy units and anvils and wizards and like you're trying to participate in all phases. Um, so it's just a nice little all And you're good
4: carry as well, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> um uh, so yeah for the last uh month ish now i've been trying not to post pictures of orcs on twitter
2: <laughs> although it's very difficult yeah, yeah i mean that's that's all i've seen well course, i post stuff a...
1: in our in our discord where where none of the team england guys are going to see stuff
0: in our discord uh, unless they pay two dollars <laughs> if they were to pay two dollars, they could potentially yeah. infiltrate.
1: It. Exactly, they could be a Patreon <laughs> member. But it's probably it, it's probably Charles. He was our most recent Patreon member, so it's probably he's he's a spy for Team England.
3: That's yeah.
0: it <laughs> <sense. I wouldn't laughs> put it past him. <laughs> Charles is a very English name, so yeah. the suspicion is heightened. It is, um, it is, is the funny King, thing that you guys King mentioned
3: King? because as, as you're describing the idea of like you know trying to figure out what are what they're Armies, people are playing with them. I was like, why are you just going to everyone's Instagram and see what they're posting up? And then, yeah, that's what oh, you exactly better. you go. Sir, it's, like, it's like corporate espionage trying to get all the information and stuff like you can literally hire people to, you know, you can you're, you just follow Team Ireland, go like all their accounts, go follow, go engage with them, chat to them a bit. Maybe they'll reveal a few secrets to you and then they'd be so funny. <laughs> exactly oh, do you want to see my list now we have it already Paul. we have everybody yeah. <laughs> oh. the, the
0: the next level of that would be pretty funny wouldn't it? Andy like you know just paying the flight and tournament registration for some random player to go to all the tournaments they play in and then just be like all right just write down what their lists are yep
3: <laughs>
2: that's the bigger meta game that's going on yeah yeah i mean that the, the
3: big the worst dollars thing
4: about is they they lock out your list you have to pay the subscription to see the list you know yeah, yeah. it was
0: a uh, 70 bucks or something for subscription every year it gets That's how me
2: they, get every me.
1: they get me every to every year but you know one of these days yeah. i'll give up uh,
2: i forget right up until uh i get the charge <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Always so, the way. Like, oh, what is? oh yeah i <laughs> guess i should look at some of those lists
1: well now there's the split where uh lots of the english uh events are on stats and ladders now which is just another whole fun nightmare to go figure out what that what what's going on (laughs) i actually
4: think it's a better uh system just
1: yeah no it's definitely got its merits it's just it's two
2: places i need it to be in one place you know (laughs) like yeah Uh anyway yeah i only have three hamster wheels like i can't i can't have them all spinning at once you know exactly <laughs> that's fair i just want them all unified in the back end like
0: you know i think it's kind of fun when you can just get your stats from your tournaments like pegged into the global leaderboard and see how it's doing kind of like a chess rating so i, I don't want it gr- to here's a crazy idea what if you
4: what if you put your list into the warhammer app and then the tournament the warhammer app could run tournaments and you oh my just gosh all the don't app. tell
2: gw yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean tell I GW and wait for about 10 years. That's yeah, yeah they'll get it to us by sixth edition. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. It'll run the tournament. Maybe the one
0: we're trying it. to play. <laughs>
1: um I wanted to check, Andy. Um, so uh you run a pretty awesome YouTube channel, Mediocre Hobbies, and you are gonna be streaming the event. So I what was. is your hope for uh, the coverage? And like what's the what are your what are your thoughts on? how people can can check out six nations
3: yeah so it will be streamed on uh my twitch channel so mediocre hobbies you go check it out there and it will be streaming for the entire event we'll be streaming every game so five games Um, and god my hopes are that obviously this is the first time I've ever streamed an event like this streamed gaming Mm -hmm. I stream every week on Twitch for myself and do some paintings with that obviously and make videos but Streaming a game is definitely a new thing, so a lot of new equipment has been bought, lots of new stuff has been figured out. So one, my main goal is that it runs smoothly and it works. (laughs) Nice. That's that's the tippity (laughs) top of it. Just, just God, please work. Sometimes Um, the bar is low. It's okay. Yeah. Well, there's a first bar. There's lots of different bars to go through, but like it's all that you know uh order of priority or whatever so that's the most important one make sure it runs smoothly people can go onto twitch click a button and see some awesome coverage of six nations and get a sense of what the event was like what the players were like what the armies were like and how the event kind of pairs off and works and um, and then after that yeah just try and give as awesome coverage as possible me and co-host will be um hopefully doing some fairly decent work uh, commentating the event Um. And yeah, basically just trying to enjoy ourselves. and uh, we're I'm I'm obviously in two minds. They got two there's two hosts, obviously. and my co-host will definitely be more of the technical side of things. and um, and I'm gonna try and stay more of the, the casual side of things because I basically want I don't want people to come in, they're gonna all check out what the Six Nations is and then be bombarded by technical jargon and then immediately be like, I don't know what's going on here. And this is real confusing. And this is real. So hopefully I can keep uh, like a light and casual side to it where he keeps a serious side to it. So that when anybody jumps in, they can feel kind of involved, they can get involved with chat and ask some cool questions and kind uh, of hopefully enjoy themselves.
1: So a yeah. little yeah. good cop, bad cop situation going on. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm definitely the, the good cop. And- He's definitely the bad cop, I think. <laughs> I
0: like that approach. Keeps it from being too impenetrable, you know, just like a stream of like, you must have already read the book four times and know
3: what I'm talking about kind of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I definitely yeah. think that's the thing that like, people need to be aware of. And like people in, like, like us in the creative space, I think it's a really important thing to be aware of is that you can make it like, although you think you're helping, if you are suddenly. You know using lots of acronyms and describing loads of weird yeah. techniques and stuff and you're like i don't know what any of this means so um trying to say it's yeah
1: the the, cool. the corn players just use the sicilian gambit
0: right yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yes yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes first, <laughs> uh,
3: yeah i feel so, like
2: too easily you can strand a golf talk sound almost even yeah. just like describing <laughs> everything yeah I, I do have a recommendation <clears throat> i don't know if this flies and it may throw a spanner but what if you got a soundboard, so you can add like the bram 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 noise, you know? Whoa, <laughs> like double sixes, You know, if you're, if you're gonna there, play good cop, you can go all the way into soundboard. <laughs> there good, could be good. some play here. I
0: mean, even like a womp, womp for like just something <laughs> on the on the board God. that may have not have been the right
2: move. <laughs> Rolled a three inch charge.
3: <laughs> well, but then you like the opposite of that is if, if you know that guy has like fifty of his friends watching at home and it, like all. Oh, Everything is on the line, everyone is super excited from then he fails, and it's like, Oh, what, the, what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> he pressed, it not I, me. <laughs> playing I if I know
0: if I know friends, they would love that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> that guy, yeah. <laughs> trouble forever. I,
1: I think, yeah, there's obviously seeing your friend succeed is wonderful, but seeing your friend fail can also be incredibly wonderful as well. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah to the 40k event next week. Maybe he should try that. Mm. No, exactly.
1: <laughs> so, uh, so you said you're streaming uh one table per per round, right? Yeah. What's gonna be is how's the calculus of who's gonna get streamed? So
3: well, obviously it will be what's considered to be the top table. So it should be the two teams on the most points. That'll be what we'll be streaming. And the okay. way I've decided, and hopefully it'll work out, is I'll literally just approach both teams at the pairing and be like. Okay, you guys have finished pairing what do you think will be the most exciting game for the people at home to view because obviously nice. they will know that you know okay that game you know he threw a player under the bus so he could get some more points here so that game is going to be over in two turns so that's going to be boring whereas this game is going to be real hard fought and it's going to be long and it's going to be go over the you know four or five rounds and be exciting to watch so hopefully nice. there'll be enough experience in the captains that they'll be like yeah i think you should put those two guys up and then but then also there's the Asking those two guys, are you happy enough to be on stream? So they might be like, "No, sure. thank you." <laughs> um, so
1: it, it is especially, you know, I remember uh, Matt and I we used to stream with uh, Ricky and and Matt Beasley, and just the being on the stream. And well, fortunately, these guys don't have to also commentate their own mm-hmm. game as it's going right. Because when you're when you're just doing a Twitch stream of a live game, you're you're an announcer. You're playing the game, and it's so easy to just completely forget how this game works. Yep. You know?
3: Yeah, I know. I did consider, at one stage, putting lapel mics on them and being able to hear the players talk, but uh, most people said that was a bad idea. <laughs> you yeah,
0: know, 95% was. have gotten a bathroom
4: break. Uh, yeah. Exactly. yeah, you have to remember to take that headset off. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I was thinking that what I, what I think we do is... We, captains, we all have a matrix, we all have a spreadsheet where we've ranked each other's teams and said, this is a good matchup, this is a bad matchup. So ideally what we'll do is obviously there, there'll be each nation will get streamed once, yeah. and maybe one or two will get streamed twice, but we want to make sure that every every nation gets streamed, streamed at least. Round one, two. if it's Ireland versus England, we might be the stream next round, it could be Scotland versus Wales and so on. And what I think I'm going to suggest to the other captains is you look at your matrix. If it's a green or a black, if it's going to be 20-0 nil one way to the other, you're not streaming that. Ideally, you want to pick a match that you think is going to be close, but could swing one way or the other at a key time. Like There's some matchups where you'll say I'll win that 12-8 every day and that's just going to be a small win and that might not be that interesting either. Whereas if you've got a match where you go, I can win this 13-7 or I can lose this yeah they know right something goes wrong those would be the ideal games to stream mm-hmm. where you have a bit of excitement and there's a bit of risk reward or whatever sure because
1: so. it's in everyone's you know best interest to have the most exciting game on the stream right it's not yeah. like there's a uh we're all we're all in that on that same team uh, effectively
4: yeah. yeah for example uh, i'm playing corn and i think it's pretty much agreed that if corn plays zedge corn will pretty much smash things so you wouldn't stream that if if that was a pairing So
3: there'll be certain things
4: we'll be looking for, and there's certain armies that might not make good streaming. As an example, OBR I don't think it's a great stream. Yeah, giants a giants bit of a smaller, make a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. People get bored mm-hmm. watching giants because they were everywhere. So, so it's, it's really a you're looking at
2: allegiance level and book level as opposed to like list level on them or just in general like now corn first no for me the the (laughs) the
3: the idea of the i don't know fully but the idea of like certain armies aren't good to stream i don't know how 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 true that will translate to twitch because like i said i I hopefully there will be a lot more people than there'll be a lot more casual people hopefully showing up to view it so they'll just you know be nice to see cool armies big impressive pieces and i think giants definitely something awesome to see but like i said a giant army could come on and you know kick a piece of scenery halfway across the board and end the game in two turns and then your game over so and then it's like okay guys the next game will start to be streaming two and a half hours yeah no i, I agree <laughs> okay. with ken
2: though like obr is basically just watching up it, obr would be the golf talk version right and just be like yeah, okay yeah. cool we're in combat okay we're yeah. still in combat okay <laughs>
1: they're back uh oh they rolled a one no no they didn't never mind <laughs> it would be the other thing is, uh,
4: that I think's is important is that you want the best looking armies on the stream as well mm-hmm. that's true so if we get a pairing and when we look around and goes those are the two nicest looking armies on this row and they look fantastic and they're a good advertisement for the for the game itself that would be a factor as well like there's a there's a good few things and again it's the temperament of the players and maybe the standing of the player as well like if if there's a certain player that we know is really good and they've been paid into someone else who's really good, you're probably guaranteed a good game. So mm-hmm. there's many factors. So we're and all agreement. Mick is not on very stream.
3: Right. Yeah. yeah. We're calling it right now. Mick's not on stream. The Mick not on stream. We just all agreed <laughs> on that. A player <laughs> of good standing. Oh, Mick's out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He'll
4: 100% be nagging me to be on stream as well, by the way. Of now, course you he will. Know. Oh, yeah, of course. No, no. He, <laughs> needs, uh,
1: he needs the ego boost. It's, yeah. it's the best.
3: <laughs> oh god
0: no he's good it'll be great well, I'm looking forward <laughs> to checking it out and uh and I love that idea that some different uh you know matches might be fun for the casual scene coming on in much more so than you know, the competitive like I, I can imagine if it was the first time I was engaging with AOS and I was watching a bunch of cool looking Giants being swarmed by goblins feel way different <laughs> than mm-hmm. to watch it like right now myself <laughs> yeah I mean
4: uh, anyone that has a, a a god piece in their army or a greater demon you know those sort of things are all, all, all automatically gonna look cool so if you've got a lariel or, you yeah. or you've got Archeon or Nagash or whatever they make, they make good tv right?
3: they do make good tv they're good to announce over man look at that beast coming across the table here uh. you know, flipping <laughs> scenery and wrecking film. I love it That's what you want. Mm-hmm. Not oh, know, yeah, those twelve discs move forward again. Yeah, you know, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's <laughs>
1: another unit of flesh hounds.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how many? How many Vanguard? Same as every other.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, more zombies! <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a stunning update, it seems that the Blood Crushers are still in the army in the back of the field.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> no that's very
1: exciting and uh like Ken said we are um just printing out terrain and uh goodie bags and uh swag I think we're getting jerseys coming in hot and off the press here pretty soon so nice. everything's ramping
2: yeah. um, and we 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 found um an interesting tidbit of knowledge that may be slightly confusing um for the objective markers there earlier, right before we started here. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that I thought <laughs> I thought might be an amazing share here. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So
1: uh, Mick is making some tokens to, to for people to track different effects during the game that are going to be in the goodie bags, and uh, we we've got mm-hmm. different sponsors on different tokens, and so uh, we've got the Always Strikes Last logo on one of the tokens, and I think we are plus one to save. So if you if you want plus one to
0: save on your unit, it always is a, it also strikes last.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah
1: it's
0: so a just... Great way to foster confusion. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's sort of a exactly. weakness in our branding. We can only ever be just one.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, a- Andy, what is yours? Are you are you plus one to
3: hit? Oh, one I, um, what am I <laughs> I'm arcane bolt? So I'm, I'm safe. Okay. <laughs> a mediocre bolts across the board. Hey, there go. It, me- does me- you it does work. It does work. That I is sure good One
4: more wound right?
3: Yeah, yeah. I I cannot tell one. you
1: the number of times that I've cast Arcane Bolt only to forget that I cast Arcane Bolt. Yeah, you literally get the
2: mediocre
3: right after that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's
4: all you need. I'll be, be very need. funny now. If someone kills like archeon or Nagash now with a with the last mortal wound with a nice. mediocre, and you can just show that, <laughs> that'd be wonderful
3: what did you call as that a, a god piece was it oh if you say so okay. <laughs> as, as a
0: sort of funny aside in the arcane bolt forgetting because that does happen all the time I do wonder what the wizard is going through because he cast this just waiting for the right moment it's like oh why do I feel so constipated oh that's right I forgot to unleash all this energy Faye's ah, phase, <laughs> phase beginning at <this> fast. <laughs>
3: god yeah <laughs>
2: I feel that the, the way I remember it best is to mix up the two spells that are the easiest to cast. Well that's a weapon, but you know, you have, you have Mystic Bolt and Arcane Shield, and then you're good to go. Cause then you remember how bad you <laughs> forgot that means.
4: So, well, has he put has he put the casting value on them tokens? No. No. Because no. that would be actually really useful that's true
0: that's always the one you have to double check is it a five is it a five or is it a six
4: (laughs) i think it's a
1: five no no it's a it's always been a six no it's always been a five
0: i i think those tokens are great though guys what a a good include in those bags because more of that please more legible tokens in general and not just because we're on them but you know spread around the world (laughs) Uh, it helps that we're on them though that's nice yeah yeah (laughs) real collectible
4: (laughs) yeah that's the thing that i'm trying to instill in the team is to Always track your stuff and always make it helpful for you and for your opponent. So tracking how many spells you have, what buffs you've got on what debuffs you've got on a unit, because there's a lot of stuff to be remembering in the game. Mm-hmm. And then oh exactly.
1: The truck, I need to. I need to, to make some to tokens out. for myself before before we get going here. Yeah, it's funny. It's always... I was just
3: thinking about while you were talking about the scenery with you know being always set, and I was like, and then you talked about putting them on bases, and I was like do you like laser cut the base out and then put the the rules for the piece of scenery directly onto the scenery, so you never forget it. You're like, oh, you're in that scenery. Oh yeah, that does that. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay. Um, kind of cool to have a yeah. constant reminder on the table.
0: Yeah, I think the choices you guys made with those are good too, because at least they're intuitive, right? Like, oh, it's a swamp. Mm-hmm. This might be a dangerous place. It's not like, oh, this is an especially arcane swap or a dangerous piece of tree. <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah, <know. laughs> yeah. That
2: one tree, it's going to get you. Watch out yeah. for that guy. That's yeah. <laughs> a reputation.
4: <laughs> no,
2: I, I I, can't get over that set terrain. Like just, just thinking about how easy that would be at a tournament to just show up, not worry about any of that, not worry if anybody has dice, not having to make that conversation of are we using the arcane dice on this you know what's your level of play are you Uh, feeling this out or now um
1: well uh, i'm sure we can make or we probably have made the uh um maps available
4: um i think what we'll do is uh when you when you launch this podcast we're going to bombard our twitter feed with here's the announcement of the podcast here's the announcement of Andy's mediocre. Hobby streaming the event. Here's yeah. the maps, the event. Here's the rules pack for the event. There we go. Just giving everything out to everyone all at once so that they can get out of speed. Obviously, the rules pack's not really of interest to people, but just to know what scenarios are in play because we had to drop yeah. two because two of them were seen as not really good for the game and also uh, paying for scen- scenery and setup. Longways games are always bad, you know, when you play lengthwise on the table. Mm-hmm. so it's good to have that one out
3: is there no lengthways games
1: there's some secret lengthways games one of the so there's one of diagonal
3: the... games
4: but the turn into lengthways games but they're not technically <laughs> at least give you the option <laughs>
3: there's genuinely a concern for me I was there, if I set up a crossbar and it goes up over the top then they can't really stand at the end of the table so what if they're playing lengthways oh no what do, yeah. do I do no exactly <laughs> work yeah. around of, you know this, guys.
4: not to worry about that
3: we are <laughs>
1: we're not playing ice fields and we're not playing wizard towers i yeah. think we're the two that we dropped because and that way it's nice because you play every mission twice and it like it it nicely it rotates around, yeah yeah. It, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's very symmetrical it's uh the 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 maths nerd in me really enjoyed it uh how,
4: yeah i tried to put a lot of effort into the pack in fairness I, i worked on that for about a month. That was a, a good while ago. but yeah. like Just cut and paste the like One of the things that was a nightmare to find out, I had to go and look up some old chess website, was how to decide who plays who each round to make sure that everyone plays everybody once. Oh, oh
2: yeah, that sure. sounds it's like actually, a nightmare.
4: It's actually harder than you think. When you say, oh, okay, they play round one, and then they can play them round two on this row, and then they can play this guy in round three on this row. But then in round four, have they already played in that row? Because I want to play everybody being on this, not on the same row more than twice. And also mm-hmm. not, you know, it's actually, it's actually painful, but I found a website <laughs> that sort of for me. Nice. Because I was trying to do manually and I was like, no, this isn't working.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, math is hard.
4: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Absolutely. No,
1: we, and... Uh... The the scenery is actually I think it was really exciting. It's very ambitious uh, scenery plan that uh, Ken's put together. But every every row is going to have one table in every realm.
2: Oh wow!
1: So um, so yes. yeah, every row's got a realm of metal table. Every row's got a realm of shadow table. Every row's got a realm of fire table. I think the as the AZier ones. Uh, are are funky, but the uh, uh, yeah, well,
4: There's seven realms that are fully open, so the seven tables in each row will all be the same, and then mm-hmm. we'll have a we have a, one realm of heavens, where everything's themed on the realm of heavens. Then we have one realm that's going to be themed on the the all points, so that's the Varenspire scenery setup, and then one realm will be in the realm of chaos, and that will be a chaotic table. But it's nice. just, there's only going to be one of each of those because they're kind of off on their own. But all the others are be shadow, fire, death, metal, etc. And so I want to, it's so that when you get to the table, it's very obvious that that's the realm you're in. So when you're in the realm of death, everything, the, the rocks are purpley and there's uh, cemeteries and old death scenery pieces. And then when you're in the realm of light, everything's bright and shiny and yeah. brand new. And if you're in... Uh, Shadow it's gonna be cold and frosty and snow and so on. Oh, that's that's really the
1: cool. But for the can... record,
4: we're not uh we're not
1: changing the realm we're in in terms of like uh uh your gurish battle mage still gets his plus one to cast because that's what the the right yeah, we're still
4: in gur. Okay.
2: <laughs> the madman in me wants to like go full steam on themed tables, like oh, yeah. if you're in uh you know if you're in Azir then Azir's storm test, right? Yeah. Right, is. right. yeah. So like it's one cool. piece of the terrain on there has to have like a small electric current attached to it, so you get a little zap when you touch it, oh, and, you know? So. <laughs> you gotta have an air conditioner next to your like super cold tables and yeah. a, a, a giant, true metagame curtain, giant curtain around Ulgu. Ulgu is uh, darkness, right? Yeah.
4: Yeah, sure. Like a smoke light. machine, right, is what you want there? Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Just, I just want take a, a really problem. good one. <laughs>
2: I don't think I would either, but it would be a great little Halloween House of Horrors event. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What would the what would the shayish table be like? Smell like rotting meat because of something you leave nearby. Like, like,
1: (laughs) I love this all senses uh, experience. It's like the uh, four D. I
2: need like I need like a twisty uh, mustache and you know like some 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 full like suspenders to really sell it. It'd be like the yeah. hipster experience of Warhammer. I think no, you
3: could you could do it. You know, may the odds be forever <laughs> in your favor. You know, <laughs> <laughs> <Or laughs> tormented in, in bits by the end. Of- <laughs> if you're like-
4: on, on a shadow round table, you can uh, get a vape pen or something and go up and. There <laughs> oh yeah, totally. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, endless possibilities. Not no, all it's allowed at this table fun. Only black lights.
3: <laughs> so with, with that in mind with the ambitious scenery project how's it going <laughs> um I've been painting scenery for a month now. it's been crushing like it on
1: the scenery absolutely I'm I'm picking up some scenery from some of the lads who have been 3D printing it uh on Sunday so that's exciting finally get that in my hands nice,
4: nice. so literally just before this this call I was downstairs and I'm building the swamps right now so uh Andy and or sorry uh Nathan and Mick have been cotton 3D MDF sheets that I ordered online. And I've used to be getting clay and making a rim around the edge of each base so that I can then fill it with uh, uh, clear yeah. resin. To yeah. Make yeah. Types nice boxes. little boxy. Yeah, that's good. I'm <laughs> sitting there with this, you know, that uh, DAS modeling clay? You probably yeah. haven't know yeah. what's yeah. mm-hmm. I'm sitting there doing this, and my girlfriend comes out to my home, and then she starts singing Unchained D
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> doing the Patrick Swayze. I love it. Yeah.
3: I think one of the good things about DAS clay is to mix in uh, some PVA glue with it when you're mixing it, it hardens and it stops it cracking so much, keeps it a bit more like moist in the drying process. So there I we know. go. Well, I,
4: I got a guy online, actually, the old terrain guy. I don't know if you've ever seen an English guy. He's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's done a lot of terrain videos. It's about five years ago now, actually. But his tip was that when you have the MDF sheet, if you just put the clay on it, it'll dry and it'll just lift off. Yeah. But if you wet the MDF sheet, and then push yeah. it down it'll merge with the MDF and won't come off so yeah yeah oh, I know that's a that just before I started
3: <laughs> yeah better score it because like uh, the, the actual sheets of MDF are quite smooth so that's what they don't grip onto um it's
0: definitely a fun hobby realm right like both in scenery and even in basing, scene we're like oh how do these materials interface and if you don't research you just find out later sometimes results can be a little tragic I eh? I yeah. had the entire rock base of a cool winter scene on like a stone horn, lift off because I'd use Elmer's glue like to become the sheet, and it it had dried as a sheet with everything on top of it, and so it oh, cleanly wow. separated
3: from the base itself. Oh, they I'm like, to glue and Warhammer all the time. The yeah, square bases are just the whole sheet of it just comes off. <laughs> <laughs> damn it.
2: Yeah. On the other hand, super glue. The gel super glue and mdf i have glued my hand to a base and painfully ripped that off so many times i don't know why it's such a good combination uh yeah, super they're both glue, fuzzy. is that what it is super glue mdf yeah. and like man that that will yeah. hold forever well, Matt, it
0: makes you a part of the hobby quite literally yeah. so that's good yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: well part of part of the hobby comes off <point>. Yeah.
3: Blood, sweat,
4: We've tears, and fingers—we've all bled for the blood god, right? So oh oh yeah. <laughs> <game. Indeed. laughs>
2: Although I, I got to say, much less uh, with the transition away from metal models—that yeah, was yeah. that was the day.
3: Yep. Yeah, it was.
4: Getting the old uh, <laughs> tremble out and trying to take an arm off a miniature or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't
1: mean to cut off our our uh, stroll down memory lane, but this has been a good a uh, good place. I think we've wrapped up uh, a lot of good info here and uh, excitement for Six Nations coming in, coming in hot. We're gonna have uh, at the time this podcast drops. Uh, keep an eye out for the AOS uh, Six Nations Twitter or X account, uh, the I- Team Ireland AOS uh, Twitter, mediocre hobbies uh obviously if you're listening to us always strikes last you know where that is so that's good uh um, anything else anybody wants to to chime in here to as we wrap up
0: did i miss anything uh, no well guys this has been a real pleasure thanks for coming on and talking yeah.
3: about this with yeah, us guys are going to get involved in some way shape or form while they're being there or by Logging into the stream and checking it out, making glorious donations, of course, as usual. That's what you do. Exactly. If if you (laughs) are watching Andy's, what? Do we Uh, say if you're
1: watching Andy's stream hashtag uh, ASL? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just spam the chat with that. That's the that's
2: (laughs) probably the right move. Yeah. To make sure people know. (laughs) Yeah, we'll have to go on a raid. Let's go on a full raid, (laughs) everyone. now we're talking
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. oh yeah. thanks andy and thanks ken for coming on the show this has been a pleasure well I'm, i'll talk
0: to you both soon yeah yeah sounds good well,
3: thank you guys so much for having us on and uh yeah look forward to the event i'll see you guys again
0: sounds good see you guys soon and that's a wrap nice nailed <laughs> it yeah we have a long running attempt to get the last word in which Maddles always wins because he has his finger in the mic. He's probably waiting for it right now. Are we me? Who, me? So-